Welcome to the QSPS Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ankoviak. Joining me, as always, once again, from New York, Tommy Stinson. Oh yeah, baby. Big week. Big pod. Lots of topics. Many topics. Many. Last pod, our topics were, were basically us hanging out. But we have actual content this week. Big content, guys. Obviously talking about the Phillies. Signing Bryce Harper. Uh, some Sixers. You know what? For the first time in a while, the Sixers are on the back burner. Big time. Uh, the Eagles. What else is on the rundown? Cheating in sports. Where will we be in 13 years? Or where were we 13 years ago? Um, I'm bringing back an old segment. I did not tell you about it. You probably won't be happy about it. But it's coming back just for this week. <laughs> Are you still not telling me about no, it? No, I'm going to tell you about it when we do it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> but before that, podcast stuff, everyone's favorite part of every podcast, their housekeeping part. I updated the image in iTunes, so the picture of me and you with no shirts on is dead from the podcast feed. Dead. It's dead on iTunes. It's dead on SoundCloud. Uh, we have eight iTunes reviews. Whoa. Well, like, we need more. Well, I thought we had less than eight, though. <laughs> like, you're pumped about eight iTunes reviews. No, but I thought the last time I checked, it was less than that. I think five are my friends trolling me. And one of them is a test. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about that. Yes, one is a test. <laughs> so we have, like, three actual iTunes reviews. No, we have seven iTunes reviews. I'll read them all to you right now. One is test. One is didn't ask because we didn't ask on the podcast for them to review. So they gave us a one star. Wow. One is smart and funny. Wow. Five star. One is QSPS is the best Philadelphia sports podcast. And the username is QSPS rules. Wow. And then the other that one really is, sounds like a, a real person and not one of my friends trolling me. The other one is. Wow, what a podcast. From the pageantry to the showmanship. Blown away. Hungry for more every week. Keep up the good work, fellas. Could, could that be a real person or no? No. None of them are real people. But you could be, that's right, you, the listener, could be the first actual review of this podcast. It's true. So do that. I'm not sure. What does that do for podcasts? Or are we yes, just copying every other podcast? The more five-star reviews you have, the higher they're the more you appear in searches. Oh, that's huge then. Oh yeah. Okay. So do that. Before the Phillies, Tommy, what's happened in your life since the last pod? Let's see. What did I do last weekend? Oh, I had a wedding in Long Island. It was quite a fun time. Did you own the I, dance floor like you often do? I I <clears throat> got loose on the dance floor. Um, one of Margie's cousins was hammered and kept going up to me and saying, no ring, no bring. And Jesus kept, Christ. And kept kicking me and was actually a fucking prick. <laughs> That's uh, aggressive. Oh, yeah. He was a prick and a half. Uh, otherwise, I got Chris on board onto the uh, Philadelphia front office family. Nice. And besides that, just working and living my life. Tomorrow, I'm off to Vermont for a ski trip. Whoa. Do you know how to ski? I do not. I'm taking a lesson. Are you going to try? I am going to try. I'm actually a very good skier. Do you have any tips? Uh, pizza. Just go down the mountain. Go down the, the easiest fucking three-year-old hill like two or three times just doing pizza and maybe a little bit of back and forth, and then you won't be scared anymore. Okay. And then it just... By, by the end of the day, you're going to be going off jumps and shit. Nice. Excited. Skiing is, snowboarding is impossible. Skiing is easy. Okay. But yeah, I joined Tommy's website, Philly Front Office. I'm not doing anything there yet. I will be. Soon. Yes. But it was your classic, me and Tom were drunk together, and Tom's like, hey man, you should really join. I swear we can do things together. One of those things, except it actually came to fruition. <laughs> I I feel like those are about a 10% hit rate. I well, I mean, I guess this could probably qualify as one of those. Yeah. 
said the, the quasi as well. Yeah, that was also one of those drunk, like, hey, we should really do this. So maybe uh, maybe we're just maybe drunk we just following, following through. Uh, besides that, I went on a pizza tour of New Haven, Connecticut with my girlfriend. Ooh. New Haven is a big pizza city, I guess. Pizza destination. Yeah, pizza mecca. Big pizza yeah. mecca. Um, we hit the big four places, which I'm sure... I'm sure it's like people from Philly scoff at people going to Pat's and Geno's. I'm sure New Haveners can. What are, what are natives of Connecticut called? Connecticutites. Connecticutians. Connecticutts. I'll look you, it up. Do you think it's something like the Dutch? You know how you're from the Netherlands, but you're Dutch. Yeah, maybe. You think it could be see. one of those? Jewish. That's what Connecticut is. Very Jewish. How about uh, there's, that? There's two I have here. Uh, one. Is kinetic cutters, kinetic cutters, or kinetic cuters? I don't know. Cutters is so much better. I'm a cutter. Me either, Siri. Um, and another nickname for them is nutmegs or nutmeggers. So it is like the Dutch thing. <laughs> Holy shit! So you're from Connecticut and you're called a nutmegger. Dirty oh. nutmegger. I was saying that like a joke, but holy shit! <laughs> so. So anyway, I'm sure nutmeggers scoff at people doing the pizza tours, but we did it. I mean, they're from Connecticut. What do they really have the right to scoff at? Yeah, that's true. We hit the bit, the four biggest pizza places in New Haven, which included getting a clam white pizza. Ooh. Your girlfriend was a little bit surprised by that choice. She messaged you? Yeah. She was like, whoa, clam pizza? On a pizza tour, it's, it's a bold choice. Um, Got white mashed potato pizza. Didn't like the way it slid down my throat. Yeah, oof. In in theory, maybe if you're listening to it, it seems good. But when you feel it, when you feel oily, cheesy mashed potatoes, this sounds great, but it, it feels weird. Yeah, I'm not. It seems a little bit too specialty for me. Yeah, but I mean, it was still good pizza. Still a great time. Did what the, else did you get? You know, did the. Uh, I think I had 16 slices, the equivalent of 16 slices of pizza. In how many hours? A lot. Like eight. That's still pretty impressive. It's yeah. two slices an hour. And then I had to wake up at, you know, got a little drunk and then woke up at four in the morning and drove to work in D.C. So that was a wow. fucking horrible next day. Yeah. I mean, the amount of, of just white carbohydrates that you consumed, your body was yeah, just. And I had like food. five beers that day, too. Yeah. You were you were body bagged. Oh, I was a fucking zombie the next day. Um. Speaking, oh, this great one, Tommy. Got a great one here. Speaking of overindulging, Philadelphia Phillies. Wow. Overindulged. I don't mean that as a take. Just, you know, it was a lot of money. And so, That was a, uh electric cutover. Thank you. Bryce Harper, <laughs> formerly of the Washington Nationals, to the Philadelphia Phillies. We're going to break this down on every – Possible angle. Okay. Tommy, where do you want to begin? Let's see. How about your initial reaction to it? I was excited, and I'm still excited. I'm happy. I'm happy for it. I'm, I'm, it's exciting. It's not my money. That, <laughs> that's something I wanted to talk about later, but I guess we can talk about it now. I, I've never had takes on baseball salaries or how long they are. There's no salary cap. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, they have a luxury tax now, but it's like it doesn't really matter. Even even the Ryan Howard contract, like I can't believe they gave him that deal. But it but there it doesn't correlate to anything. <laughs> yeah, what's the like, what's the point of contention? The owner can just print more money. Right. Why can't we all just print more money? Someone explain the basic economics to me. Why can't the Treasury just print more paper, Chris? I've, huh? I've thought about this. <laughs> and if if you start going into an to into an inflation wormhole, it get you get into a real bad place. Deep, deep in YouTube videos. <laughs> Bright back to Bryce Harper. Holy shit! For one, we said this two pods ago. Perfect timing for the deal, and I'm sure all the people on Twitter who are bitching and complaining that this deal has to get done by January 23rd, or he's a scumbag, probably feel like a bag of dicks right now. Absolutely. Because you were happy when we signed the face of baseball. Exactly. And 
my initial reaction was, this is awesome. And it happened at the exact point where I wanted it to happen for a pod. It, honestly, he was definitely thinking of our podcast specifically when he signed this contract. He thought, he about, what, thought about, wow, Chris and Tom, you know, they're on a good run of doing podcasts every week. But I think they're going to start going on a lull. NBA free agency, they have a big pot or NBA trade deadline. They always have a big pot about that. They have their huge March Madness mascot fight pod. I'm going to sign end of February, beginning of March. And that's what he did. And you know what? I really appreciate that. And we're paying him back by talking about him eight to 12 minutes, depending on editing into this podcast. Beautiful. Beautiful. The one thing. So 13 years, $330 million. Yeah. The thing I was, I guess, reading about it, listening to podcasts about it today, Bryce Harper signed the biggest contract in North American sports history. Right. And it's like a fucking bargain. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, the average, a low value, like $25 million a year, it's not super high. And, you know, because there's no salary cap and there's some sort of luxury tax, which I don't know if you and I should really care about or worry about because we're not paying for it. Yeah, I, I don't care at all. I can care in other sports because it eats up your cap, obviously. This is right. this is no this is very basic stuff. And it affects you to sign other players. In baseball, feasibly, you can sign everybody. So alleg allegedly this contract is a bargain and puts them in a position to sign more guys. Still not really sure what's going on. No. Another thing I love is that we are starting, I guess, yesterday. We're going to have two straight years of tampering with the Angels. <laughs> oh, it's phenomenal. Literally two straight years of just openly talking about Mike Trout signing here. It's pretty funny. Like, the, the Angels complained to baseball. Baseball called Bryce Harper. And then after the game, he was like, yeah, no, that's for real. Like, in two years, I'm going to reach out to Mike Trout and try to get him to come play in Philadelphia. Like, he just didn't even back down the, the next day. <laughs> Another initial reaction I had was how it feels kind of weird and awesome in the same way that the best player, or Bryce Harper isn't the best player in baseball, how the face of a sport chose Philadelphia. Isn't that kind of weird? A weird feeling like, wow, he picked us? No one has, like, there, there are very rare occasions where any athlete at the top of their game or, like, in this type of position becomes a free agent and i don't think in any of those cases they've signed with a philadelphia team ever yeah, and he chose philly for the rest of his career that's right no options no trade he's here until he's fucking 40 years old the, the other thing with him is is so he signs here immediately everyone loves everything he's doing on the internet oh we are right now we are in peak bryce harper honeymoon face amazing he can he can smile the camera like nbc sports philadelphia sends <laughs> he, out a gif of him clapping next to a teammate it gets like a billion retweets he can literally say i want to bring a title back to the wrong fucking city and everyone's like oh bryce classic bryce it was it was adorable <laughs> another thing i felt initially was relief because you, you've talked about this on the last few pods, how all these baseball writers are were saying since Christmas how Bryce will be signing within the next two to 78 hours. They're insufferable. I mean, but it, it felt like the deal was imminent for two months. Right, you're always on edge. And then at the end, it felt like they were going to blow it. So I felt some relief from the signing as well. One, because I thought, you know, you kind of thought the Phillies were going to blow it. They were in the lead the whole time. And two, me being in D.C., I was talking a lot of shit at work. Yeah, for like three to four months at this point. So if Bryce signs with the San Francisco Giants, it doesn't yeah. matter that he left the Nationals. It's, wow, Chris, you're such a loser from Philly. Look at all the shit you talked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I, was, I have a Phillies um, polo shirt that's kind of just in my rotation. Yeah. I kind of just wear it because it looks nice. But anytime I wore it, I'd be like, hey, guys, you know, two more days. Fucking losers. Honestly, like, 
I think this was in general conspiracy with Major League Baseball for to stretch out this long. <laughs> and let me tell you why. I, I'm in on this. Ha, has there existed a like baseball Twitter in the mainstream at all in this era of NBA Twitter or like a, a little bit NFL Twitter? Is there a baseball Twitter that I don't know about? Like people following writers and like following these things along? I'm sure there has to be. It's definitely not mainstream, but with the amount of with the amount of stats and baseball, there there has to be. I mean, it's there has to be a, a niche MLB. No, Twitter. I know. That, obviously, there's a niche. There's like a there's probably like a professional billiards niche on Twitter. <laughs> what what I'm saying is like there, none of these none of these reporters and none of these people are in the mainstream. Baseball is not in the front of people's minds. No. And then they force in the, I don't know what, like the the city who is constantly being took upon, I guess would be the term. Like yeah. the hot takes capital of the United States. Philadelphia is, yes. They, they force upon a constant four-month back and forth getting baseball in the front of our minds. That's true. Like, and I mean, it was never in the front of our minds, but it was always the third or fourth topic on PTI. It's it's fine, but they definitely conspired to do that because they were jealous of basketball Twitter. That's true. And wow, I kind of like this because when we were younger, or you know, three, four, five, six, seven years ago, all of the free agency signings and trades happened at the winter meetings. That was the point of them. Right. And when is that? That's right at the beginning of the new year. Right. Yeah. So that is during lead up to the NBA trade the trade deadline and the NFL playoffs. No one cares. I'm I you know what? I'm I'm kind of in on this conspiracy, Tommy. Do you trust a guy named Rob Manfred? No. And you know a guy like Scott Boris is taking some off the top to uh, do this as well. Oh, he's a snake of the grass. <laughs> Did you read the athletic story about this whole saga? No. Oh, it's pretty fantastic, but it, I'll, you should read it. Um not a sponsor. We're not an athletic podcast because no, we're yeah. the opposite of the athletic podcast. Yeah, we're we're an anti-athletic podcast. Yeah, unathletic, some would say. <laughs> um, but in this story, they really get into the tactics that Boris was employing with negotiation, like hammering you nonstop for like two days and then ghosting you for two weeks, like all this crazy shit that that he does to get the best deal possible for his guys. I would be shitting myself negotiating with Scott Boris then. Oh, absolutely. He gets the best deal for his players every year. Like, I don't understand why anybody in any job in any position wouldn't try to sign with Scott Boris. Like, Scott Boris could get could get you to be the leading drive-time guy in New York for serious NBA radio tomorrow, making like $6 million. Hey, I might be on my way finding out maybe tomorrow. But probably not. But soon. Um, let's do some Bryce Harper quick header things. Is this the biggest free agent signing in Philadelphia history? How about this? Is this the biggest signing in Philadelphia since the Declaration of Independence? Oh, I was going to say the Declaration is a little bit bigger. Yeah, slightly bigger. Was the Constitution signed in Philadelphia? It was. That's pretty big, too. Constitution also huge. Huge deal. Basically define the guidelines of modern democracy. <laughs> so that's tough to beat. But 13 years, $330 million for the face of baseball might just do it. I think the biggest free agent to sign here was – was we signed – did we trade for Moses Malone or sign him? I believe we signed him. Okay. He was coming off an MVP season, so he was huge. Uh, and Pete Rose, I would say, is the other one. Those are good. Do we have any modern ones? Cliff Lee signed with us as a free agent, but he was here before and liked being here. Right. I almost take away from that because of that. Uh, ben Revere? No. Jim Tomey? He was big. Jim Tomey was big. Jim Tomey changed Philadelphia baseball from, like, being just an absolute shit show after the 93 World Series to, like, turning the corner for that incredible era. Um. I, I, I think it's Bryce. I think Bryce is the biggest signing since the declaration 
and the Constitution. It's arguable. It's, it's certainly arguable. I don't think it's I don't think it's that off. Is Bryce Harper the most handsome guy in Philly sports right now? Who are the contenders? I would say Ben Simmons. JJ. Bryce is more handsome than JJ. Bryce might be more handsome than Ben Simmons. Definitely for people that are into the rugged beard look. Oh, Bryce yeah. has got that down. Are there any other handsome Eagles? Carson Wentz is ugly and getting worse. <laughs> Cassidy, going downhill. My girlfriend has a great take on Carson Wentz's acne. Let's hear it. The fact that this guy, who has millions upon millions of dollars, has this horrible acne, means it's fucking bad. Yeah. Like any any Joe Schmo on the street can have bad acne. But this right. guy has, he can go to the best dermatologist. He can get the best supplies at Sephora for guys. And he yeah. still has horrible acne. The best creams. Everything. And his acne still sucks. It's a, it's a great take. It is. Anyway, is there anyone in the Eagles who's really handsome? Oh, it used to be Michael Kendricks. Oh, yeah. Didn't Rihanna want to fuck him? Correct. It wasn't like the other way around. Like, she was like, damn. Yeah. I want that. Correct. Nobody's coming out of my mind. I think Bryce might be the, the peak there. Yeah. Um. All right. What else? What else? What else, Bryce? Oh, I have I have one more thing. Okay. I mean, this is a podcast. This is we're <clears> fine <throat> with the gaps here. So the Phillies have not made the playoffs since 2011. Correct. Do you think they're going to make the playoffs this year? The fact that Bryce Harper signed three days ago, I have to say yes. I agree. We also made, even without Bryce, we were, so last season, we were in first place into August. We had a really bad September. Now, now I don't know if our September, I don't know if our first five months were, were, we were kind of overachieving and we came back to the norm or we just collapsed in September and we're actually a little bit better than our record showed. But we made a shitload, even before we signed Bryce Harper, a shitload of win now moves. Yes. We, we traded our some of our best prospects for – I mean, it's an upgrade, but it wasn't a huge upgrade to catcher. Yeah. I think it's an all-star. We we uh we uh, kicked the can on J.P. Crawford and traded for Segura. Which I enjoy because Crawford yeah. stunk. And uh, signed Andrew McCutcheon, who's a little bit washed. Even looked at two, three years ago. Our best two hitters were Michael Franco and Odubel Herrera. And last year, Hoskins. Herrera and Franco are what? The sixth, seventh, or eighth best hitters in this lineup. Yeah. Here we are. And even if we aren't a dominant team, I've said this before, I would much rather be an average to below average team that loses seven to five than loses three to one. Um, anything else, Bryce? I'm excited for baseball to be back. I, I tried to buy Sunday season tickets and was shot down. Yeah. I, I live in DC and you live in New York. Yeah, I was planning on selling the majority of them, but not. it's only an hour and 45-minute bus. Uh, I have one more Bryce Harper thing. Okay. Is John Hyman, does he have the most famous Bitmoji ever? <clears throat> he might. Because his, his Twitter Abby, John Hyman, the guy who broke the Bryce Harper news, his Twitter Abby also, is his Bitmoji, which I'm usually he, very out but He also toyed with Philadelphia for months. I think he was just – I heard this on another podcast. I would have never thought of this. He was just Scott Boris's mouthpiece. Yeah, and that's fair. He was basically saying exactly what Boris wanted to say, and in return, he got to break the news on Bryce Harper, which I can kind of respect. I don't know. It gets to the point where it's a little – I mean, like, you got to do what you got to do to break stories and to make these connections, but it got a little ridiculous in there. Yeah, but now – now Hyman is the MLB scoops guy. He's Major League Baseball woes now. He's 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 Boris. He's Boris's boy. Yeah, but Boris has what seventy five percent of the big name free agents. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm fine with that. So so John Hyman, most famous bitmoji ever. I think so. All right. How do you feel about uh podcasts with the uh where they have two the uh, two bitmojis as their logo? Out. That's an automatic skip for me. If if you have a Bitmoji, I just... You, for your you just podcast gotta... logo, just spend the extra three minutes like I did and go on a free 
uh, graphic maker and you type yeah. in your podcast name and throw in a crappy Liberty Bell. Come on. It's not that hard. Chris was putting in the extra work. Take it, going the extra mile there. Bitmoji um, boys. Uh, what do you want to do next? Sixers or Eagles? Let's go Eagles. I feel like the Sixers are kind of just doing their thing right now. We'll get back to them. They need a little break. Wow, we're going to go Sixerless pod? Perhaps. I don't have big stuff on the Sixers, just some notes from games. So, And it's, it's nothing that you haven't heard before. So, all right, let's go Eagles. Free agency is when? Next week? Uh, yes, seven days from today, I think. So, right now, we are experiencing one of the most amazing thing in, things in sports. And that is Howie Roseman re-signing all of our players and us somehow having $12 million in cap. It's it fucking unbelievable. Like, at some point, he's going to have to pay for all this. But every year, he restructures the contracts. He's been doing he this moves, for, like, five years. And he moves all their salary to signing bonuses so it doesn't count against the cap. Is it like how our parents and grandparents say we're just kicking the can down to our generation and there's going to be no Social Security when we're 70? Is it stuff like that? I think so. Or, like, how he's going to quit and then we're going to be in... Like, you never hear the Eagles having cap casualties, do you? No. Like, the Ravens had to cut Eric Weddle today. Eric Weddle is fucking awesome. Landon Collins is not being re-signed by the Giants. Landon Collins is, like, 25 years old and has gone to the Pro Bowl. And I think he's been all pro a couple years, too. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Like, this just never happens with the Eagles. And we have a very veteran-laden roster. We won the Super Bowl two years ago. Outrageous. And just, I I don't have a take on this. I I just want to... You know, give Howie some credit for it. This happens every year. Yeah, we, we are all witnesses. Um, So I guess, uh, what do you want to do? Go through guys you want or guys you want to re-sign first for the Eagles? Is there anyone on the team? How about this? Is there anyone that is a current Eagles free agent that you think is a must bring back? That is still, like, uh, unsigned, you're saying? Yeah, like Golden Tate, Ronald Darby. Jordan Hicks. No, I'm fine if they all go. You're, you're not going to miss anybody? No one. What about uh, Darren Sproles? I mean, I'll miss him personally, but he's kind of washed. I think I want Darren Sproles back. I feel like it won't take much to bring him back. And our offense was, along with Nick Foles coming back, Sproles was at the same exact time. Yeah, but Sproles was good at the passing game, but he only averaged like three yards a carry. Yeah, because he's... 38 years old and 100 pounds. That's what I'm saying. He, I don't I don't need that in my life. He had rather, that electric... No, I, no I, I need Darren Sproles back on the Eagles. I, I, I need that in my life. All right. Then how about some guys you want? Because we just have cap space now and we can sign, in my head, just about anybody. <clears throat> All right. Uh, number one guy. Um, always looking out to get Penn Staters on the Eagles so I get that little double shebang shebang. Uh, Adrian Amos. We got Rodney McLeod coming off the injury. Do we really need a safety? Yeah. We got McLeod coming off the injury. Let's get Amos in there. McLeod going to be healthy heading into the year? Uh, I don't know. It's an older safety coming (laughs) off a bad injury. You just want Adrian Amos because of the Penn State connection. That's not true. I've read read elsewhere that safety is the Eagles' uh, second biggest draft need. Okay. I don't see that at all. Anyone else? Uh, CJ Mosley. Oh, good Red college people, middle uh, linebacker who's also good in the pros. Do the Eagles ever draft middle linebackers in the first round? The, uh, no. Oh, I would love CJ Mosley. Well, I think this year, if Devin Bush from Michigan falls oh, to them, the I'm all in on Devin Bush. They could, that, that would be a good fit. We, we will talk about like, this. We'll, we'll talk about this when it gets closer to the draft. But I only have takes on about five positions worth of players heading into the NFL draft. I don't have offensive lineman takes. Okay. I don't. I don't have secondary takes. Okay. I have, and not really defensive lineman takes because they're all just so dominant in college. Okay. I have. I have middle linebacker takes, quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, running back. So what every year like- heading into the draft, I talk myself into the yeah. best linebacker in that draft. What about pass rushers? Kind of, but they're all just so dominant and aliens in college. Okay. Like, have you ever seen a, a stud defensive end do shitty at the combine? No, they all run. They're four all two hundred and seventy pounds and run four fours. 
Yeah, it's outrageous. With like 49-inch verticals. But every year I fall in love with the best linebacker in the draft. So, yes, I would love me some C.J. Mosley or Devin White or Devin Bush. Um, some guys uh, I want. <coughs> Another linebacker. Tampa Bay's Quan Alexander. Ooh. Now, you may not know who he is, but he's basically the linebacker version of Jalen Mills. Okay. Very aggressive, very risk-rewardy, and he dyes his hair red for the Bucks. So I'm assuming he would dye his hair green for the Eagles. Yeah, we need more guys dyeing their hair. And then I'm sure someone else on the defense would want to copy them. I agree. We, we just um, got to keep getting guys that dye their hair. John Brown for the Torrey Smith Memorial kind of crappy deep threat. Last year was Mike Wallace. Obviously, the year before was Torrey Smith. This year, I'd John, like John Brown. John Brown would be the best version of that. Yeah, but he's still really not that good. He's better than those two. But, like, not that much better. I've had him on my fantasy team. I know. What about Devin Funches? He's like a shitty, fatter Alshon Jeffrey. What about taking a flyer on Clay Matthews? Um, Yeah, I would be in on that. Big commercial guy. Big commercial guy. I feel like he'd come into training camp with cut hair because he's focused now. Yeah. Uh, one more guy I want is uh, Cordell Patterson, just because we could get excited about him in August. He's kind of like Tavon Austin. He also sucks. Yeah. But he has great sucks. highlights, and he dominates training camps. So I would love to get excited about Cordell Patterson in August, just to see the first game of the year. He doesn't know how to play football. I have never once seen him play. I, I'm sorry. I have never once seen him, like, made a successful football play. It's, didn't he have one return for, like, 109 yards? Uh, on the Patriots, yes. Um, What about Le'Veon Bell? Uh, too much money. Yeah. Although, it would be fucking nice for a year or two. <laughs> yeah. And then, how he could just re... Like, Carson Wentz is going to re-sign. But back to the Howie Roseman thing. Carson Wentz is going to re-sign with us, you know, this massive... $30 million per year contract. Yeah. And we're somehow going to have cap space out of that. Oh, yeah. Like Carson Wentz's annual salary went from $12 million to $30 million, saving the Eagles $14 million in cap space. It's amazing. Howie Roseman could overpay every player on this roster by <laughs> $150 million, and we would still have $10 million in cap space. Last thing, and then we'll go to break. This may be one of my first old man get-off-my-lawn things that I've had in my life. I mean, I'm 27 years old now. I'm starting to get there. Hey. But ESPN and Twitter's coverage of cross-sport recruitment fucking drives me insane. It's so stupid. <laughs> like, the top story on ESPN was Bryce Harper tweeting to Le'Veon Bell Come join me in Philly. Like, what the fuck? You think Howie Roseman goes, up? Oh, Bryce Harper, who plays baseball, tweeted at Le'Veon. Guess we got to sign him. I mean, you know. It's so fucking stupid. All these guys hang out that with happens the every After every big free agent signing. Or, or I feel like, like Ben Simmons was tweeting at Harper. Come join us in Philly. And that's a big deal. Like, what? You're going to hang out with each other once a year. Yeah. You're you're not as fired up about this as I am. I'm just not. I'm just not. I, you know. It, you I know. think it's so stupid. I think it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally the top headline on ESPN.com. No, I, I mean that's dumb. I, I just think it's it's not worth it's not worth you it's getting so fucking stupid. So... <laughs> All right. <laughs> you're so upset right now. I am. I think it's so dumb. It's a different sport. I mean, it You're is not going to be teammates. What yeah. the fuck does Bryce Harper know about Philadelphia? They do those. Uh, they doesn't do those, live there. Doesn't do live those, there yet. They do those cross sport uh, Instagrams. Oh my god! Like when the uh, Bryce Harper goes visits the Flyers and gets a jersey with his name on it. <laughs> will, will Connor McDavid be next to join the Flyers? I emoji. I emoji. Fucking stupid. Um. All right, we're gonna come back. Talk about where we will be in 13 years, right after this break. Let the bodies hit the floor. 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 
And we're back with the pod. Went over Bryce Harper signing with the Phillies. Is he the most handsome person in Philadelphia? Or athlete? I think we said yes. We, I think we agreed yes. Um, and some Eagle stuff. And we're taking a break from the Sixers this week. And we're back with um, Spare My Intrusion. We're going to have what? Ah, two topics. And then I'm bringing back two segments from the past. Tommy, let's go back to the Bryce Harper contract. Okay. 13 years. This is all you. Yeah, so I was just thinking to myself after this contract, like 13 years is an absurdly long amount of time. Like 13 years ago, I was 11 years old. What what grade is that? Fifth grade? Sixth grade? Yes. And, sure. And, uh... Uh, you know, and then in th- then 13 years from now, I'm going to be 37. Shoot. I don't really have a, a, a major point here. It's just, you know, time is crazy. Well, with Bryce Harper signing with the Phillies, it has officially started me lying about my age. Wow. So I'm 27, and I'm only lying by a year. But I've been telling everyone, like, hey, 13 years. Ooh, it's half my life. I thought you were saying that you're only going to live – Another 13 years. Come on, man. Basic math. Uh, So what were you doing when you were 11 years old? Sixth grade. Let's see. A lot of GameCube. A lot of Madden. A lot of All-Star Baseball. uh, Hanging out with friends. I shattered my ankle. Oh, this is good. I shattered my ankle playing football. I was kind of off the streets for a few months. I got pretty into jigsaw puzzles when I was 11. Yeah, that, that sounds miserable. It was. Was there was there anything fun to it? What? Jigsaw puzzles. Oh, I think jigsaw puzzles are fun. Nah, that is that is a shitty hobby. I'm sorry, Tommy. We should do one one time, and we'll see how you really feel. Yeah, it's it's gonna suck. When it's I was 13, 14 years old, I think I had start. I think when I was fourteen is when I started drinking. Is that young to be start drinking? I mean, I started at like fifteen, so okay. it's not that young. Not that young. Thirteen, I feel like is young. I definitely wasn't kissing any girls. No. I was not one of those middle school, junior high kids who had a girlfriend. No. Um. What else? Middle of my parents' divorce. The worst parts. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, leave it in. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. Um. Oh, I had a killer jump shot. I still have an okay jump shot. But great jump shot in, in freshman year of high school, eighth grade. No. I was a fucking gunner. That's good. Yeah. Um, what about 13 years from now? You'll be 37. I'll be 40. I will probably have children, right? We'll probably both have children. That's a little we'll bit probably scary. probably have children. We'll probably uh, be going to Penn State games once a year and waking up on Sundays like really hungover because we can't really drink like we used to. No. I might be divorced by then. Christ. Man, I don't know. I feel like Th- late things 30s are working out 40s well is like that. peak divorced age. Yeah, that's when you hit the secondary market. The right. seek geek of life. Um, <laughs> we didn't really go anywhere with that topic, but uh, <laughs> next topic. Time's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we've gotten into how nuts time is and inflation. <laughs> that's all you need from this podcast. It's basically becoming the Joe Rogan podcast. We got way into inflation way too early into the pot, by the way. Yeah, we inflate when we have to inflate. Um. Johnny Manziel's ex-wife cheated in what? The Boston Marathon? Have uh, you yeah, seen this? I didn't see this. You didn't see this? I did not. So Johnny Manziel's wife or ex-wife won a marathon. It, was a, it wasn't a full marathon. It was the Boston or New York half marathon. Okay. And they found out she was cheating because she was running four-minute miles in like the eighth, ninth, and tenth mile. Okay. Like fucking flying. What is the biggest thing you have cheated at in your life? If you care to admit it. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I ever cheated on any, like, big tests. I wasn't much of an academic cheater, to be honest. At Judge, this math teacher just had the same test for 10 years or something. Something crazy like that. Yeah. Second test of the year is the same every year. Never switched up the, the chapters or something like that. 
Because also it's fucking math. So yeah. the people from the year, someone would always get their hands on someone's old tests or something. And so every year or every week, if you had the answers, you're getting like a hundred, at least on the Scantron part. Because some, you know, some of those math tests, you have to explain how you did it. Then you have no fucking clue. You just have the answer. <laughs> <laughs> so you're at least getting 85s, 90s on every test. <laughs> and I don't know if you ever did this, but in Madden, I would always look at the other person's controller. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you basically pick a, a base zone defense in nickel, and then you see what fucking play they're running. <laughs> <laughs> It's so easy to play defense that way. I never see. I never picked up on that. I mean, you couldn't do it all the time, or sometimes someone would catch onto it and they would pick their play real quick and then audible or something. Right. But if if you had a sneaky look and you know they're running slants, you're you're great. You're gold. If you know they're running four verticals, you go to that cover three. I'm trying to think. So you just you still have an answer. You've never cheated at anything ever. No. I mean, I cheated on a lot of, like, uh, like I caught a lot of corners during conditioning in sports at high school. How would you do that? You know, like, you run to the line or, like, you kind of, like, you know, you have to do 20 burpees, you do 17. That oh, kind of okay, shit like that. We had, at Judge, we had this goalie. Fuck, I forget his name. He was a legitimate 300 pounds. He was a fucking load. And we had to <laughs> run around the track eight times. What's that? Two miles or something. Yeah. And he just jumped over the fence and like hit in the woods for three laps or something. <laughs> it was absurd. Did anyone notice? I think someone ratted him out, but he, he like got away with it for several laps. Another one is the obvious, the college, the college online course where everyone just has the answers. And it's just free credits. Oh, well then I, I swear that the professors do that on purpose. It's not even really cheating. Old segment. So as you know, oh. not many people listen to the podcast. Not excited for this. And we have, at least I have a long-standing thing. If you offer a suggestion for the pod, we will do it. So okay. shout out to my friend Maddie, who said her favorite segment on the pod is now gone. And I told her we would bring it back for one week. And that segment being <laughs> Chris Ankoviak's Wheel of College Stories. Oh, <laughs> Tommy, I do not have time for this at 7.56. Tommy, would you do the honors and spin the wheel? <laughs> year two. Oh, man, look, year two. Uh, sophomore year, I went to a party at Temple. We were drinking Keystone Ice or Natty Ice. I think I told you the story yeah. when you came to visit, Tommy. Okay. And I was like, whoa, whoa, it's getting real icy in here. And I pretended like I was slipping on ice. And I fell and knocked over, you know, one of those huge trash cans just filled with beer cans and bottles. <laughs> and the one kid who lived there was like, clean this shit up, dude. Like, what the fuck? So I went and turned on the light and everyone's like, what the fuck? So I'm picking up these bottles and dirty cans in the middle of a party and it's fucking dark. It sucks. Yeah. So I finally get it all done and I go back and have another, mind you, I ain't dead sober. Just got to the party. Have another sip of beer. I was like, oh man, it was real icy, wasn't it? And I fell again. I didn't knock anything over, but I fell again. Did they kick you out? No, it was just embarrassing. Kind of funny. Busted my ass twice in 10 minutes on three sips of beer. See? Is that so bad? There it is, Matty. That one was for you. <laughs> An iconic classic story. Maybe we'll bring it back next week. Maybe. Um, Quickly. Psychopath move. And then we're done, Tommy. I know you got to go. All right. Is I it a psychopath one. move? I have one. Oh, you have one? Yeah. All right. Why don't you give yours? So I want to talk about something. Have you have you ever heard of this this walk by syndrome or drive by syndrome? No. What is this? So I made it up today. <laughs> okay. So what it is is every day you're either walking by 
some fast food place or some restaurant or you're driving by on the way to work and you know you live in new york the first six seven months you're like oh that's disgusting how could anyone ever eat there you know why would anyone spend their time there oh especially then, with all the food options in new york yeah okay. and then it becomes you know you, you pass it every day and you go oh, i kind i kind of miss it huh i kind of want a spicy italian Huh? Ooh. I kind of want Subway right now. Oh, I would say walk-by syndrome for McDonald's or Wendy's or Burger King or Chick-fil-A is fine. But for Subway, yes, that is psycho. <laughs> Especially it being in New York. That's what I'm saying. Honestly, it's just I every day I pass it and, like, I think about it for, like, half a second, right? So I pass it and I'm saying, like, oh, in the window, like, they're advertising their new, like, ginger sesame chicken. I'm like, oh, I wonder how the ginger sesame chicken is. <laughs> Sounds good, and especially on that poster. Yeah, and it looks nice on the poster. Like, I know it's going to be really mediocre, and I'm not going to want it. But, like, I kind of want to just go in there. Here's what you need to do. I've actually cut Burn back. It. I've cut back on the fast food a lot since my real New Year's resolution, which is the Monday after the Super Bowl. I think I've only had fast food once. I had McDonald's. I tried being healthy. I tried going to Whole Foods, and they had no fucking spinach. Just no spinach at the salad bar. All that, and I, I hate lettuce. What about arugula? No. The only green I will make my salad with is spinach. It's like, all right, fuck this. And I had to go ref or something. So I went and got McDonald's. And it tasted terrible, and it felt terrible. So what you need to do, Tommy, is go to Subway and just get, like, a very small hoagie. Just bite the bullet? Yeah. I mean... One, you don't have to get a foot long. Get get a nice five-inch Italian. It'll be fine. But you'll be eating it, and you'll go, eh, this isn't that great. Yeah, maybe I'll do that next week. Yeah. You 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 have to send a pic. <laughs> I still haven't had Wendy's yet. Remember how we said we were going to keep track of the Wendy's we've had this in 2019? Yeah. Still no Wendy's. Me either. Maybe on the way home. I, uh... Yeah, Wendy's was the old one when I was driving to Bethlehem. I would pass a Wendy's every day, and I'm like, fuck, I want Wendy's so bad right now, and I would <laughs> never get it. <laughs> so, yes, it is sort of a psychopath move to be craving Subway in New York. Uh, hot take, though, New York is kind of not the best. I mean, okay, I'm sure there's good sandwiches here, but, like, in terms of just, like, consistently finding good, like, hoagies, Philadelphia and New Jersey are better. Wow. I feel like you just gotta find a spot, though. I have, I haven't yet. Well, where do you, don't you live in? Where do you live? East Village, isn't that like the trendy area to be? Yeah. See, a bunch of my friends live in Brooklyn and Queens. Those are just salt of the earth deli lifers that live there. Well, it depends where. But yeah. All right. You gotta go, Tommy. Yep. And my nose is getting real stuffed up. Yeah. Hot yoga will unstuff it. True. Tommy Roberts playing a song. It's been a long cold winter in the pines. The mountains bleak, the soil's built my mind. My baby sent me packing up, drinking all the time. Spending all my money on that sweet country wine Now walking back is hard now, don't it seem But Lord, I've changed, damn it, she will see Haven't spent Saving every dime But I'm still spending dollars On that sweet country wine Now it's a long way Back to Memphis And it's a lonely road Back to my sweet joy 
I'm still walking back I'm still walking 